Today's video, we're going to be dealing with the topic of repentance and specifically one aspect of it, and that is, do we need to repent even after we have been saved? Some people have the idea that once you repent and, and come to Christ for salvation, then that's the last time you'll ever need to say, I'm sorry to God. Uh, you'll never have a need for repentance after that because you have already been forgiven eternally for everything that you ever have done or ever will do. So I'd like to address that topic uh, from the scripture today and, and try to give some clarity on that. Let me first start off with an apology because this question actually came in several weeks ago. Uh, I've been out of town preaching, then I had some other questions that I've dealt with recently. So I'm sorry that I uh, did not get to this one sooner. I, I certainly haven't forgotten about it, uh, but just the schedule got a bit uh, hectic. So I apologize for that. In 1 John chapter 1, uh, we read that John is writing this epistle for two reasons. He says in verse 3, I want you guys to have fellowship, not only with us, but with the Father and, and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And also he says, I'm writing this so that you can have full joy. Now, when you get to chapter 5, you find out there's another reason that John wrote this epistle. He says, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. So the epistle of 1 John has three purposes. Number one, to help us have fellowship with God. Number two, to help us have full joy. And then number three, to give us assurance of our salvation. And that way we can know that we have eternal life. Now the reason I've pointed all that out is because in 1 John chapter 1, verse number 9, we have a very well-known verse. John is writing to believers. And he's telling them how to have joy and fellowship. And he says in verse 9, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This verse is written to saved people. Saved people still need to apologize to God for things that they do after they've been saved. They do not need to get saved over and over again. We're not talking about repenting and receiving Christ in order to be saved. We're talking about changing your mind about what you're doing in your Christian life and saying these things are not acceptable. These things are causing God and I to have some, some separation in our relationship and I don't like this distance. I can feel that I've grieved the Holy Spirit and I don't like this. God, I'm sorry. Now, anybody that has children can appreciate this example. I have three children myself and all of them at one point or another has made mistakes, as they've come back to me, they don't need to ask acceptance into the family again. They are always going to be my children. But when they come and genuinely apologize for what they've done, say, Dad, I, I made a horrible mistake and, and I didn't realize just how bad it was until now. What they get from doing that is a closeness in our relationship. I am constantly their father. They are always my child but now we are going to enjoy fellowship. We are going to have a fullness of joy between us. That's what you have going on in 1 John chapter 1. Even in verse 7 we read, But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ His Son cleanses us from all sin. For the longest time, verse 7 puzzled me because it seemed as if the first part of the verse didn't go well with the second part. If we walk in the light as He is in the light, there's fellowship. That part I get. But then it jumps to 
and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. Now, if I'm walking in the light, why do I need that blood that cleanses me from all sin? I, I just couldn't see the connection until one day it clicked. As I'm walking along in the light, everything's fine and I'm fellowshipping with God. The closeness is there. But there's going to come a time in my Christian life that I step out of the light. And when that happens, I need to know that the blood of Jesus Christ is always available. I can ask God to forgive me, cleanse me of that, not to re-save me, but to fix my fellowship with God and to say, God, I'm sorry, please, I know the blood is still there. I know that the blood that Jesus shed is enough to fix what I've done and to cover what I've done and to bring me back into fellowship with you, not to re-save me, but to fix my relationship with you. And if I confess that sin, then God is faithful and just to forgive me and bring me back into close fellowship. So I do think that after a person gets saved, uh, they are going to have some, some struggles. Paul tells us this, right, in Romans 7, the good that I would, I do not, the evil that I would not, that I do. He says in 1 Timothy 1, verse 15, that he is the chief of all sinners. In the present tense, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Christians are by no means perfect. We, we still have our struggles. And when we experience those times of, call it what you will, backsliding or lukewarmness, whatever it is, uh, we are expected to apologize to God, to confess our sins. And that is what's going to keep the fellowship and the relationship where it needs to be. So as I close this video, let me ask you, when's the last time you went to God and said, God, I'm sorry, as your child, I believe I've let you down. And I haven't done a very good job of examining myself, of judging myself. And uh, I, I'm sorry that I haven't been paying enough attention to the fellowship that you and I should be having. And I want to make a better effort at that. When's the last time that you have examined your own heart in such a way? I hope that uh, sooner rather than later you apply what's written in 1 John and that you do search your heart and make things right with God. If this video has helped, you can click the like button. If you'd like to follow along with our Bible Q&A blog, you can click subscribe. Feel free to leave a Bible question in the comment section below or visit us on our Facebook page, Bible Baptist Church of Pachastruam. And if you live in town, we'd like to invite you to one of our services, and we hope to see you soon. May God bless and have a great day further.